0: We want to do the intro after the spoken word?
1: Yeah, so the spoken word is going to come in and then the music is going to come on. You're not gonna, We're not going to hear the music. I okay. put that in in post-production.
0: Are you going to go my website right now? Pull everything about me. Just just show what you can read off. There you go. Let's say that last name again. Leonard Chi-Chong. T-
2: oh, I messed it up. Lord that mercy. Yes.
0: Chi-Tangay.
2: Chi-Tangay. Chi-Tangay. I can't look at the word. I just have to say Chi-Tangay. Are you really I'm wearing a saying. hat in the video?
0: Yeah,
1: my hat might got to get a haircut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wearing a hat in the video? Uh, it's haircut. That's why. All mm. right. You got something ready? Locked and loaded? All right. Go.
0: Je suis un homme noir et je viens de l'Afrique. Ce continent noir est si magnifique. Au source de mon être. Toi, mon Afrique. I come from a society who lives in dark prophecies and destinies. Where words like Congo, Kilimanjaro, I've been the reason why I ram by forgotten souls in the wave of freedom. You see, I come from a society where words like Nia, Kuja take me back to black visions, where my mind travels back in the wonders of Africa, this black continent of mine, with the devil is signing death certificate while smiling. And I must exist with the reality that Africa is slowly dying. And as I contemplate images of crisis in the Middle East, just in a second, the silence of my conscious revolt Realize that Africans have suffered from the dictatorship of massacre as the people in Iraq. But yet there's no sight of American soldiers in the Congo, Liberia, Sudan, or Uganda. Simply because of the only true reality, no one give a damn about Africa.
1: Mm.
0: Where is Operation Congolese Freedom? Where Ugandan soldiers have engaged in gang rape and holding down naked hundreds of Congolese women to slap off their breasts and sex organs. Where is Operation Congolese Freedom? When Eastern Congo Bunia, over 200 bodies were discovered on the street, mainly women and children, and some were decapitated, and others with their hearts, livers, and lungs ripped out. And the massacre becomes a way of living, where women have lost their arms and legs. So welcome to the Congo, known as the rape capital of the world, where over thousands of women were raped every month. All because of cell phone, the laptop, and high phones. You see these cell phones contain something inside called Colton, C-O-L-T-A-N, Colton, C-O-L-T-A-N, Colton. A mineral that have produced electronic devices in the West and US, and 80% of Colton come from the Congo. Where children have been kidnapped and told her to dig for Colton in Congolese mines with their fingers. Of foreign investors can exploit them illegally with the help of African rebels. And these rebels, in your return, use rape and violence as a weapon of war. And as a result, six millions of Congolese have died during the Congolese War, known as the deadliest war since World War II. Known as the deadliest war since World War II. And since we barely get to hear this on the news, welcome to the Congo, homie. Africa's second largest country, one of the most mineral-rich in overlooked country humanity. My beloved origin, I was blessed to escape the war at 16, but the war never took the Congo out of me. So to my friends, when I crack jokes about Congo that, Congo this, Congo that, it's because underneath the laughter, I cope with agony of pain and imagining Congolese women taking showers in rivers of blood and asking folks around the globe, does your cell phone have blood on it? Does your laptop have blood on it? Because rape has a Congolese woman face. So you and I can enjoy texting and texting and texting and play Candy Crush. So how does our cell phone connected to the genocide in the Congo? Should we call Verizon, T-Mobile, Apple? Now, nah, but you see tonight, I've decided that I'm gonna refuse to hate. Because I can't afford to hate. Because my soul has evolved against all type of hate. Because you can never fight hate with hate. But as the blind lead the blind, in as more than days, will human beings fight violence with violence or confusion with division? I've decided to fight hate with love. Come, me insane, but to see love and defeat hate. Some other Africa, I have no choice but to love you, and you, the United States of America, I have no choice but to love you. So God can be the anthem of my soul. So yes, long live the Congo, long live Patrice Lumumba, Nelson Mandela, long live. Africa.
1: Thunder. That Thunder. was
2: Thunder. powerful, bro. That was powerful. I'm going to say, I, I've heard that a few Fire. times. It doesn't get less like, oh, yeah, that's harsh. I mean, it's that's real. That's
1: intense, bro. That's really
0: intense. Oh, man. Oh,
2: and it's man. all real, too. Yeah. And I,
0: it's all reality. Yeah, it's all reality. And, uh, and usually, I travel, my, my body's here, but my mind is not here. It's not here. I, I travel back, in those mind. I travel back, connect psychologically, you know, with the people back home and and. And um it's it's uh, my way to engage humanity, just to bring awareness, you know, like hey, just so you know, as as a consumers of electronic devices in the, in America or in the world, yeah, I te- a technology comes from Congo. Yes. you know, this is I mean, yeah, you're in the West, hey, the um digital revolution, iPhone, all that blah blah blah. But I think it's to educate to educate the average consumer, to educate people mm. that wanna come to the Congo. Yeah. The most mineral-rich country on the planet, and the Congo produced all the technology that we have. So your cell phone, contained colton which allowed you to to text, man, to vibrate. All these minerals, you know, come from there. So there's like a I do a lot of presentation and workshop in that. You know, yeah. I, lo- I
1: lost my uh, I lost my bearings, man. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Not Done podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Iron Man Abdullah. Not done the- War- oh. Hey. What, who are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, who am I? Because
2: you <laughs> normally introduce me.
1: I, I I don't know what I was doing.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, Shimon Warden, the biz. The biz here. I'm thinking about the name Clutch, Well, we'll talk about that later. Clutch?
1: All right. Uh, who's our guest, Shimon?
2: It's Leonard Tisange, who I just didn't say that well, but um, I don't speak Congolese. He is the award winner of the Boston Congolese Gala in 2018. Born, as you heard from his great poem just now in the Democratic Republic of Congo, <laughs> Uh, Lender's Poetry Workshops Coaching Uh, You have a company uh, Called Consciously Exposed Correct? Yes Startup
0: company Consulting Yeah uh,
2: And really bringing Together business But that cultural competency Mm. That awareness He's brought The the pain And the reality Of the Congo To the Commonwealth And to the businesses here He's known At the state And the governor's office For his work On the Congo He's been recognized And awarded in that And he's Early on Has been doing a lot To bring pan africa
0: yeah yeah the yeah, African yeah.
2: diaspora on a business level on a personal level on the intimate emotional level mm. you know uh, building those bonds through communication and culture and business I'm really excited that hes uh, was able to come today
1: well wow, thank you for joining us man thank you that was a powerful powerful message bro. thank you thank powerful you. bro I like that I love that um so uh I don't know if you've ever heard the not done podcast before generally we speak on business. Right. Uh, this is going to be the third, it's actually technically the fourth episode in our Doing Business in Africa. However, the third one that we did, uh, it did not turn out well and we couldn't use it. Uh, so you're going to be the honor of the being the third do- Doing Business in Africa uh, podcast here. Um, and every guest we've had on is just has <clears throat> just been just powerful, man. Just blows us out of the water. Really mm-hmm. makes me wish I was actually from Africa, and not from the <laughs> slaves here. Um,
2: <laughs> did you he say from the slaves here?
1: I'm from the, I'm a descendant of slaves, so, so I, I don't I know, but we don't like we've lost that uh, that African connection. Like right. I don't feel, you know, you some know, people. I feel I feel a kinship with him, but I don't know about the culture. I don't know. Right. Him, I just don't know. Some them, remember you, you know, did that this? Program? What, maybe we're trying to find that with this podcast as well. Yeah, definitely. He did yeah.
2: a program when they were like. We've lost our tribe, and for us, we like I don't know where tribe I come right. from. I know. But, but what does that mean from an African perspective, from a Congolese perspective? What does a tribe symbolize that we've lost?
0: Well, I mean, uh, the the tribe symbolizes the, the ethnic um, identity, right? Meaning that you know how. Um, so it's like my my full name, you know, my Congolese name is Mukonkole Chitenge Buangampama Disashi, right? So, that sounds awesome. Know, yeah. <laughs> so what happens in the Congo, we have over 200 ethnic tribes. That's even the average African countries, right? Yeah. So it's like here in the United States, you know, we so focus, obviously, race relation, you know, at the fundamental level, black and white, you know. But in the Congo, you, you can't say something like, you know, I'm a black Congolese, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I'm a Congolese, you know, my tribe is a Baluba, you know. Hmm. Uh, so this tribalism is also connected to identity because that's why the, the fundamental mistake that a lot of people make when it come you know, even the scholars, everybody does that, uh, consciously or unconsciously, you know, when you say Africa, you have to acknowledge the 54 countries. Yeah. And then also if you say entrepreneur, you know, you can't really say black Congolese entrepreneurs. So me imagine, you know, from Congo to Boston, and, and when we came here, I had my low coming to America like everybody else, right? But I purposely went to Fisk University, National, Tennessee, HBCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to really understand an African-American perspective. I really, really? wanted to understand, like, because so, I was on a mission. Yeah, you took mm-hmm. it upon yourself yes. to understand what, what we're going through over here. Exactly, because back, that, back home, yeah. growing up between Congo and Gabon, yeah. and I grew up on hip-hop, it's just like you, you grew up really understanding a different land view of black America. You know so you have you growing up with all these stereotypes back home like when you hear the word black america is always connected to violence and mm-hmm. gun blah blah yeah. blah. they mentioned dr king and malcolm and that's it yeah so hmm. that thirst is there for us and coming here and then the same thirst that you have you just made the point that yeah. people always argue about like hey i love africa but i'm not connected i'm a kinship so going yeah. to fisk yeah. really helped me to really understand the challenge of people of color the challenge of um what does it mean to be a black american in the context of a racist america yeah. if you're black men in the context of a or if you're black woman in the context of a, you know um, um, sexism and all that stuff yeah. and then imagine me come from the continent. was so it's just like that's why i think for the past 10 years i've focused on hosting a lot of organizing a lot of cultural social event yeah. trying to build bridges yeah. across different diaspora groups man sometimes like when i the more i speak
1: with like we're we're really delving into um, just Africa as a whole Just We got Tanzania We got um, What was it? Where was the other
2: Nigeria
1: Nigeria And, we and got then, uh, the one we lost That was Ghana Ghana And now we got the Congo yeah. You'll get them back And uh, No but I just Like I don't even know Who my grandfather is Like right. seriously My mother's dad Never mm. met him I have no idea He's, a, he's still alive mm. But it's like There's such a disconnect And it's like I make peace with it You know just, Right You know But it's like man I wish If I could know Like what what tribe like mm-hmm. i feel that i feel like there's a certain kinship between yep. me and like let's say east africans mm-hmm. i don't know why mm. i get along with ethiopians and somalians I very well i just mm. enjoy their company they enjoy my company i love the food you know we're just real cool i have no idea and people have said that my mother looks um like somali mm. but um no it's just it's just it, it, it would i just find it would be a dimension or i feel like it's a dimension lost Yeah, yeah. It just it cut off true. yeah yeah, you know? yeah
2: so i can tell you um,
1: like I don't have I don't have a secondary African name. That's it. It's just
2: you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> I can tell you because you know I grew yeah. up, I was born in Barbados, so I know my family history going all the way back until mm-hmm, the eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. On my dad's paternal side, mm-hmm. they're, they're the We're a wealthy family from England. I can tell you which village they're from. Mm-hmm. I can tell you which crusades they fought in because mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know what my family crest looks like Coat of arms That's right. the white side though That's right? the white side yeah, 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 I know yeah. them well Yeah. Um, The Jones That's the Goddards The Jones I know them a little bit I could go f- further back mm-hmm. But I could go back On my dad's paternal side My dad's great 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 grandfather So my great 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 grandfather Going back yeah. Was one of the first physicists That came into London Wow I know that that exists on the other sides of my family, on the the African side, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on yeah, the Indian it has to have been yeah, a, yeah. on the Indian side, because uh, on the Native South American side, yeah. but it's all b- lost in that trauma. Yeah, 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 yeah. You sure of yeah. You don't get to go back, and it it, it feels like so you lean on that, what? Because that's what I know.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I can tell no, you, I mean, yeah, it, you. You find yourself leaning on the greatness of other white people who yeah. don't necessarily. Have a lot to do with you. or probably might
2: well, even we we were a weird family that we got recognized by them. Yeah. They claimed us early on, so it's a, a oh they claimed you? Yeah, my grand my <laughs> grandfather <laughs> oh, was claim claimed us. by his father. <laughs> 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 he has the name, everything. Yeah. They, they just didn't give him his title. Yeah, wow. So okay, it, it, it gives you a different experience because of, of that, but yeah. you're still missing it. And I, I you know, from Barbados, you could go all the way back. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know, my, No, but the, the the thing is 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 two things to this. You have you have to first look at things at the historical level, right? Mm. you know, the whole, the transatlantic slave, blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. And then you have this thing where, and this is from my perspective and my experiences and presenting, learning, all blah, blah, blah. It comes down to, you know, from an African American perspective, you can be obsessed with this deep romanticize of a pre-colonial Africa mm-hmm. that you have no connection to. Mm-hmm. But what happens through Kwanzaa when my man Karenga came out, you know, with the whole Kwanzaa principle? Mm-hmm. Went to Tanzania, travel, fig- figure like those principles alone kind of help you heal, build the bridges. You know those seven principle in Kwanzaa, right? Just in the sense that you celebrate Kwanzaa here, a way of trying to connect you know build bridges and now what's interesting me now coming from congo and coming from here people are asking me are you celebrating kwanzaa i'm like um what's kwanzaa i never celebrated kwanzaa, kwanzaa so, so, until yeah. i was my freshman year so, but, of college i'll, I'll, I'll making the point is the fact that um, there's that just that need of build bridges i think that at the end of the day you know we could sit here and talk about historical stuff or what happened and we can always do that but i think that you got to really focus on the stuff that you just mentioned, you mentioned, just build bridges because some of the fact that you feel like you feel like you're connected with the Ethiopian, with the Somalia. And just use small stuff to invest in commonality. And because what I've learned is like when you bring people together yeah. uh, across culture, it's called cultural intelligence. Everybody yeah. got to improve their, their CQ, man, your ability to connect across African culture, African diaspora, because mm-hmm. I play that role of building the bridges. And I've seen negative on both sides, from yeah. the Congolese, from the Africans and over there. So and me traveling back and forth, it helps people. Um.
1: So let me ask you a couple of uh, remedial questions, and uh, these are questions I always because I I've never met anyone from the Congo. Sure. How long have you been here in America? Twenty plus. Okay. Tell us about Patrice Lumumba from your side, because I know uh, it's pretty right. common knowledge that our CIA killed him in an airplane or something like that, right? Right. Right. Why? What was the? What was the? What was happening from your perspective, or maybe if it, that was before your time? I, I don't think you were born in the '60s, but.
0: Well, I think. um, What was happening? What was happening was the fact that Patricia Lumumba was the only person that will not really give in to the colonial mindset, to really kind of say that listen, Hmm. yes, the Congo looks like we have all these natural resources that the world needs. We it looks like you know all this Belgium, you know uh, the Leopold colonial, right? Yeah. Just wanted just to take advantage of Congo, so he gave them resistance, kind of like a Malcolm, Mm. like a Malcolm of Africa, so that mindset. So Mm. I think it was a bunch of conspiracy behind it. I think Patricia Mumba is viewed as this this national hero in the Congo who will not really compromise Congo value because he's one of the things was like, you know, um, the only thing we wanted for our country was the right to a distant existence, you know? But then we look at the story of Congo from since the start. I mean, it is the most mineral country on the planet, man. So I think that Mumbai was that symbols of the fact that, you know, we Need all this thing about gaining independence. Let's really, for real, get the independence, get the Belgium out, you know, get all these, you know, white people, a lot of that. So, I think even Malcolm was at some point Malcolm was, um, because he had the spirit of Malcolm, so Malcolm was kind of the friend of Lumumba. So, yeah, he symbolized. For the Congolese people and for the world, in, in 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 this fight of black nationalism and black revolution, that yeah. you you will not just give in to that colonial mindset. And then you have a bunch of conspiracy where you know everybody's involved in there, and we know what happened. But at the end of the day, for us, I honor Lumumba and, and keeping the the, the interests of Congolese people in mind at first. You know, it's like we can do you you can come to Congo doing business, you know, in a global market, but I want to make sure that what we do, the people are impacted, the interests of people come first, because I think Lumumba was all about the people, was all about to ensure this vast African country, mm. second largest country, so rich on stuff. yeah, that's pretty much what it means to us that symbol Lumumba' mm. uh, it's a lot there's a lot that can that goes on, goes on. The Congo's the second largest yeah, the Congo is second largest country in Africa after right, Nigeria yeah. um I think well the first the first I think is is in between. Um, Algeria and Sudan. Algeria is the most uh, pop, black populated nation in Africa. Okay. Korea, the yeah. The most yeah. populated, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Congo is the second. The Congo is also the most populated French francophone because you know during colonialism, you know, I mean, English and French, they're colonial language. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I mean, even Congo or even other part in Gabon. I mean, I'm over here learning in school, but I'm learning English. Kind of like my conscious can't get Like, how can we not learn Congolese dialect? How can we not learn our own language, you know? Wow. So you know the colonial in- impact was, was big on so many levels, and, you know, you have conversation around that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Congo is always that overlooked country because of the fact that people don't really know about, about it, what's going on. And you've and you got 54 countries in Africa. I think that when, when you're in London, you, if, if you live in London or United States, you will observe that the average, you know, African English-speaking Nigeria, Ghana, people can connect them more. But is that part of when you look at Africa? You have the anglophone where they speak English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the francophone where I'm from Congo. Yeah, when we speak the French. So I didn't really learn English in Congo. Mm. I mean, I had to learn here. Okay, hmm. you know. So.
2: Well, how many languages do you speak?
0: Right now, um, Lingala. to speak my Lingala. I speak for the French. A lot of dialect. Um, I understand here. I understand. Completely, a lot of the dialect like Chiluba, because uh, my parents speak it, but it's because, you know, I mean that, you know, Congolese-American as, you know, that English. Yeah. But I can still connect with my Congolese. You're still gonna face challenges, you know, because mm-hmm. people, even when I was back there back in April, mm-hmm. they can tell I'm Americanized, but because my sense of connecting with them at the local level, they felt like, wow, even though he's it's been a while, but he still cared about us. Because I, I did a social entrepreneurship workshop Bunch of young people, a bunch of youth, so much talent. Mm. They just want to know basic stuff. How did I turn my idea into a product? Hmm. What is marketing? What yeah. is a business plan? Mm. So I'm like, listen, I'm in Boston. All I gotta do is connect the information over there. And I think that's why I turn into social entrepreneurship and everything that I'm doing from yeah. being a poet and advocate to realize they thought about building economic capital on both sides. Meaning that from an African American perspective, all of the diaspora. Like, listen, we need to understand emerging market in Africa, we need to understand how you connect with the local from yeah. Ghana, from yeah, Nigeria, yeah, yeah. you from Roxbury, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so tell us about this project that you've been building with the, um, the other brother, I forget his name. Yeah, right. so one of the things as a consultant, you know, um, I've, I've started to focus on a couple projects. Mm-hmm. One of the projects that we, we started is Pro African, uh, Dinette right? Progressive African Network. All that is, it is a network to... Uh, it's a marketplace really to kind of help connect entrepreneurs across Africa, mm-hmm. you know, um, and from here. But we do that in, you know, uh, having a technology pl- platform because one of the things is the entrepreneurship it is the biggest, it's the new sexy across Africa, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. around millennial young people because Africa has the largest populate of youth. And, entrep- and these youth have talent, they want to become entrepreneur. I mean, you know, they want to escape poverty. Uh, so yeah. what we've been able to do here, trying to connect the local diaspora here mm-hmm. and across the continent to entrepreneurship initiatives. So we started to host culture event here in Boston um, using all the social media platforms to connect with people back home. And it brought us a lot of attention, really have a network where entrepreneurs want to connect, but they also need entrepreneurship coaching. They need mentorship. Uh, they have a product, or service, they need a marketplace. So that project um, let us realize that you can build bridges, man. You can find a way, a space where as an entrepreneur in South Africa can have their product um, or the services market here and you here if you want to do business in South Africa. So we want to be the middle person. Yeah. and facilitate th- yeah, that. Facilitate mm-hmm. that liaison. Mm-hmm. But out of that though, you got to have small step. We got to start with the culture piece. Develop your cultural intelligence because you, yeah. you go to South Africa right now, you got to kind of be informed about you know the local market. How do you build bridges with the uh, the relationship? Yeah. Before you even talking about doing business, your product, your service, build relationship with the locals. It so takes certain skills, you know, certain workshops. So that's a big project that we've been working on for a while. We are just at the point where it's all about you know needing some capital. Um, hmm. So that's like one one big project. And I think uh, the other project is um, pretty much, um, and this is the hardest part where you realize that as an African diaspora people, we just need spaces where we can build bridges. But let's dig deeper, like kind of one-on-one or group mm-hmm. coaching. You know, really understanding, like, yo, if I if I want to connect with Congo, what do I do? You know, how do I? Uh, so these are. These are big projects uh, turning into a lot of coaching, entrepreneurship. But my vehicle for that is just community building through spoken word, community building through event, like yeah. the one we got coming up February 7th. Um, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So you're not only talking about building bridges. You walk across that bridge. You do business with the people on the side of the bridge. You spend time with their yeah. family. You bring we, them back over with you. Yeah. You traversing across that bridge Frequently, yep. It's not just there for decorations. Exactly. Feel this like is it.
0: the real work. And then you map out a strategy behind it because, you know, you spend over, uh, we, I spend over a year or two trying to build bridges, but also trusting, you know, because it's like I want to make sure that, hey, let's say if I, you come to Congo, you go to South Africa. I want to ensure that the, the relationship that I build is a trust relationship so that way they can connect with you. So there's a formula to build. And that's what we need among us because multinational corporation, they're taking over the continent. Everybody mama travel to Africa. Well, us here as an Africa, diaspora, we still don't get it. Yes, we are divided. We now united as it should, but I think that we can spend all day talk about that, but let's focus on having creative solution, creative initiative and project that bring us together. Like, Y- you know, you traveled in the Congo and stuff like that. I don't think people. Don't I don't. Well, I
1: don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think people don't get it. I think we just don't. I think we just have a lot of the mindset, mental too. issues. Yeah, yeah, the mindset. <laughs> I mean, I'm not yeah. trying to be funny, but I, I,
0: there's a
1: there's a lot. Like you're getting your master's and, in and psychology. Exactly, that's the reason you why.
0: Per person, because I got my bachelor's degree on human services. because yeah. I was like, human service mean that you know you meet. People needs social yeah. issues, local, mm-hmm. globally. Everybody yeah, going yeah. through stuff, poverty, and then psychology. Like, wait a minute, I think that it's all about trauma, the mental, the slavery, so and much all trauma, of that. man. So yeah. it's like, yeah. these are um, you want to focus on. What is it that prevented us to to uh, to build to build bridges on relationship? And you're right, it's mental. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like really nothing physical. The mind, yeah, in it's, the month, yeah. It's all 90% mental. 90% yeah. mental. Yeah. yeah. Classic 5 lonely. Yeah. And that's a yeah. multinational corporation, even the Chinese all over Africa. It's all about economic love affair, right? Yeah. They just focus on the natural resources and made it all this deal with the governor. But us, local community folks, when I started, realizing, like, you know what? It's all about the mental, man. Let's just find a way to yeah. include art, podcasts. Yeah. And I mean, keep keep the conversation economics. going. Economics, yeah, exactly. Keep the conversation going. Well, that's what this podcast is for, is to you know promote. And I appreciate you guys. This is good stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have some. I'm, I may have some. I'm gonna have some Congolese entrepreneur, you know, chime in, in French, and you know, I can do the translation because I think I think that, I think that
2: people need to hear. This
0: can it. be a vehicle where people can dialogue across the globe. I mean, it's just a matter of setting things up. So this is good stuff because yeah. it's funny when I was back there in April, they was asking a lot of questions mm. about black America. Like what? You know, like, uh, so how is it over there? Why do you guys vote for Trump? Why is a black American oh, at this? And, oh, you know, and, and, and I got oh, families in, in, in Europe and every places. And I took up on myself and I was like, yo, I'm not saying I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the savior. I know everything. But I feel like it's my responsibility to give you the right information. Yeah. First mm-hmm. of all, not everybody agree with Trump. I understand that when Good it comes to, no. come <laughs> to black American history, it's more than Dr. King and Malcolm. There's so many stuff. So I feel like it is upon you to have that one ingredient. Have a passion. Yeah. If you don't have a passion. But I go back to the mindset and all that. You're absolutely right. You're right. Yeah, man. Yeah. So much to learn, man. So much to learn. If you're blessed to travel, go, um, yeah. Let me ask you about the, the Colton.
1: So the the mining and all that stuff going on over there, are are are, are people in the, are, are, is the country actually benefiting from the world, taking all this Colton, Colton or is it like some multinational mm-hmm. com- corporation that come in with their own
0: workers? That's a great question. The question to your answer is no, no. and fortunately, no. I think that's been the case of um, when it comes to Colton is that you know, it's 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 very it's a very demanding mineral um, mm. for the electronic industry. Yeah, they gotta have it. To, gotta have it. Yeah, and 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 what happens in all these video station when they come out Sony and all of that behind the scene? Yeah, these companies have to make sure they get called in from Congo. So no, it does not. The 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 population never benefit from it. So what happens? Uh, um, so who's the
1: who's the main company that is taking it out?
0: Well, I think. Um, you gotta name all of them, man. Electronic industry. Let, let's do it. Apple, Microsoft, Intel. You know. Well, they're buying from a company. Right. No, well, well, well. Actually, so let me break it down the process so you can really like sure. understand what's okay. going on. So, mm-hmm. you have mines in Congo, right? These natural resources come from the ground, right? So you have mining community. Sure. Fathers, father, mom, right? You mine uh, the the, the natural come from the mine. So and then when you mine these natural resources, now they have to go. For the middlemen. The military control the mines and they use rape as a weapon of mass destruction. Terrorize the population. They use rape as a weapon? Of mass destruction. Damn. It's very powerful. This is, yeah. this is something that people don't... And it, it happened for a good 10 plus 15 years. I mean wow. the genocide kind of end. It did end but... Uh, so what happened is that... And the only people that knew about that was if you're know, a circle of av- um, activists. Hmm. So alright. So we're talking about the mineral from the mines and then from the mines it go to um, smelter company in Asia, because what happens is that they have to polish those mine mm. from the smelter company in Asia, and then you 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 transfer those um, mine to uh, electronic industry, Apple, Microsoft. So what happened is that all of these um, so it's a Chinese company that's coming taken out the ground, right, taking out the ground. So okay. there's a middleman everywhere. So you have pretty much shady deals going on behind the scene from everybody. Wow. Um, so and then the local population terrorized, never benefited. Um, so that was horrible, but the good news out of that is that I think the awareness really came out. I think that you got to give a start with a lot of activists going in front of Apple's. Like, listen, yeah. you need to. We we we, we consumer of high phone we need to understand what's going on. All mm-hmm. these wars and genocide, they put a lot of pressure. So, and every company know they know what's they going know on. They know what's going on. Yeah, but I think what what Apple started to do kind of really focus on how can we have a system of conflict-free mineral, like all the mineral we receive? If it comes from Congo, what system we can have that? And I think um, we gotta give it to, you know, Apple, um, Intel, HP, not sure, make kind of progress at the industry level. But still, I mean, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's just the fact that to answer your question, um, we, we lost billions of dollars that could have gone to building economic capital for ourselves, you know, yeah. build social entrepreneurship, so the Congolese people it's kinda like technology is a blessing and a curse, man, mm-hmm. you know, people just have to understand that Congo is connected to all of us, really understanding that what you're holding in your hand is directly connected to a genocide but however the company was, was like, listen, we understand what's going on in Congo, we know that this mineral come for Congo, but we don't have nothing to do with it, and blah blah blah, but then the activists said, listen you got to pass laws, man. You got to have a system in place as yeah. a business leader because we over here, consumer, buying this product, enjoying, we're obsessed with it. Yeah. These people literally did the reason, in, in a sense, why we have it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's why you got to build that bridging among us. And I think at the corporate level, uh, a lot of company you know, really want to do corporate social responsibility, things like that. But uh, it's a lot. And I think that... I got involved in a campaign called Stand With Congo. Mm. This was launched by Robin Wright from uh, House of Card. Oh, her, the lady? Yes. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. what happened was, you know, she traveled to Congo in the eastern part. It was was shock as an American celebrity, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like, all these women being raped, what's going on? What's behind the rape and the genocide? Why everybody in the Congo want this country, man? What's going on? Like, that's
1: real rape culture. They like to pretend like there's some kind of rape culture here. That's that's rape culture.
0: I
2: mean... It's it's very similar. It's very similar. We
1: don't... Do we threaten people with rape here?
2: Yeah. Actually, use United States actually still has... We talked about this before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I don't want people to stigmatize the the Congo. Because the U.S. has a million, almost a million rapes a year. Right, right. I mean, a million what? rapes a year.
1: In the US Wait, I think about, we talked about this. We yeah, talked yeah, about we, this, but right? it's, it's kind of like one I, of I, our podcasts I, I, earlier ones. You, it's you, violence.
0: You, you're not trying to compare, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to. You really want to understand that When you have six million people,
1: uh, I like to uh, strike that War. from the record. What I just said, and, so I don't get. Beat I mean, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 it's, it's kind of like poverty. You know, yeah. it's like
0: it's not about trying to do a contest of who's getting raped or more. But yeah. I think that for the Congo, what humanity have to understand that. You have an entire genocide and a war that occurred that the world overlooked. Mm. And at some point, when you're talking about rape, is actually cognitive women face was it's like the most dangerous place for a woman to be at one Mm. point. But this narrative are changing as we speak. I mean, the reason I share a poem because to really take back a history over 10, 10 to 15 years that the world overlooked. Yeah. but right now if you do research so what's on going that, on
2: with all that so the, that happened the, the civil war was for a 10-15 year period yeah right right it's over now or there's some political but tension.
0: you have consequences you have a lot of ramification after that I mean you, so
2: how the healing how the people what, in the Congo and the people who fled including yourself right right how right. do you begin to to what bring the, your societies back together or transcend the healing can, the
0: healing continue right but in a sense you have a lot of initiative you know kind of like um a lot of hospital, a lot of NGO, just coming together, going where the community being impacted by the rape to provide service, you know, mm, yeah. and healing, and um, and then one of our Congolese hero was Doctor McQuege, which is actually known as that Congolese doctor who really, in essence, um, what's the word I'm looking? Fix women. Uh, what's the word? Is it gynecological? I can't pronounce.
2: Gynecological.
0: Yeah, yeah, in the sense that he was the only doctor during this this period of war that the women, and the grandmother. Really working on women The whole rehabilitation oh, Physically Physically, physically right. Fixing right. them They're Fixing
1: them Right Oh cause they probably It was like gang rapes And all that Yeah stuff. I mean oh, It's horrible ar- stuff
0: But I think that But but the world the Damn, world, that's terrible Yeah people Damn. starting to Coming together though I think that mm-hmm. it continues You have a bunch of A lot of hospitals Those You have a lot of Initiative uh, international community, and you know, and I think everybody started coming together, even Americans, America, and Europe, everybody in Mama, Congolese, and stuff. But Robin Wright, I think that uh, I was first hesitant to join the campaign because when I was putting my advocacy hat, I'm just tired of all this angel in Africa, all this <laughs> white savior, you know, not uh, to be racist. I what you mean. But yeah. I think that she was genuine and saying, now You know what? I'm gonna lo-. she came back here and trying to have different celebrity involved even even Ben Affleck and all the celebrity was like mm. listen we got to do something use that celebrity to bring awareness to this nation yeah. so connected to us here in the west with all this technology mm-hmm. so that campaign she really um, I, I I met her and uh, I joined the campaign she wanted to ensure that Congolese leader men and women here in the U.S. wanted to lead that campaign so I, I, I organized a bunch of event around there in Boston and I think we should, until we got to Governor Baker's office yeah. prior to Mayor Walsh becoming a mayor the state of Massachusetts really like you know what we have a lot of technology in the state let's position the Commonwealth to bring to pass a bill about conflict Congo Mineral but then, Trump came in, uh, in power It kind of but at least we could we can be proud of our state right now the state of Massachusetts instead of California yeah. Yeah. Maryland they really had launched this initiative of so conflict we, mineral you just said that the,
2: the current Federal administration, Trump administration yeah. weakened the accord of not getting conflict minerals.
0: Yeah. It's be- complicated. It's be- I mean it's that a bi- it's addiction a- to cheap labor. It's a and it's, and it's cheap a billion reasons. dollar industry, it's dangerous. And this company at the same time was like, Listen, you can't really prove in the sense like, you know, you'll come to me and say, Listen, I I'm a business leader. I know I do a lot of mining in Africa, but you can't prove that we connected to the genocide. We also have to protect Our laws and our interests mm-hmm. So it, it takes the work Of activists And advocates, Research You really show Like I can prove data.
2: You can prove Where, where that the, the, They can that, be dangerous the, though. the atomic signatures The element signatures Where that Where it's that mineral uh, Came from You
1: can also prove Just by who's Going to be fighting you So Because every yeah. time These activists stand up There's going to be Some opposition Where's yeah. the money at Behind their opposition yeah. What you yeah. oh, doing, and if that's yeah. coming from Apple yeah. or Sony, then you can. It would
2: probably be the intermediary so, mineral companies. But Intel,
0: m- Intel is the only, I think. Intel have set the tone in the entire electronic industry where they have traveled to Congo, mm-hmm. they are visiting those mines, they have starting initiative where some transparency, some conflict free, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's a couple documents I've seen, and I think it's about everybody just just follow away a business model where people don't have to be raped. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying?
2: Find a way to So in your solution that you put it up with that social entrepreneurship, social impact.
0: Yeah.
2: How do you build businesses and a business culture when our current Western model is based on mm-hmm. exploitation of labor, exploitation of resources. That. Yeah. And it might be exploiting other people's resources and exploiting your domestic labor, but it's based on exploitation. Yeah. How do we transition where it's based on mutual benefit? really not just rhetorically really based on mutual benefit
0: well i mean i I think first you have you have to start with building bridges among all of us here african diaspora you know entrepreneur um innovator to say first of all how do we come together right number one Mm -hmm. at that local level right number two is like okay how do we find a strategy to build partnership with this corporation to say listen even though you're going to be greedy, can we do a win-win, right? Because at the end of the day, you're not going to give it to those multinational corporations across the Congo, or Africa, or even the Chinese. They're not going anywhere. I think we just have to find, uh, continue to have discussion, finding solutions together to say, at the grassroots level, to say, listen, you heard about what happened in Congo. What can you do? So, okay, you create awareness. That's fine. Now, what about businesses? You know, I think it just have to be a strategy where. At the grassroots community level. And then with this company, you say, okay, how do we, let's use uh, diversity and inclusion. Let's have all these initiatives that, because when I was in Congo, and I'm, I studied the, the business area, I was like, wow, look at all these struggling small business, small entrepreneur, Congolese. And the people that benefit from the entrepreneurship scene is just like, you know, the Arab, the Chinese, and, mm. and then your own Congolese local uh, entrepreneur struggling, but there's also no unity among us. Right. Yeah. So we need is. to fix the unity among us. First, come together, and it's a wrap. But unfortunately, you got to be... everybody got to come with a different strategy, man. Because I was there. It was so overwhelming and frustrated. Even my wife was like, wow, I know you're doing a lot of research and, and really helping these young people, but um, it, it's going to have to take a lot of people like you. I said, there's so many of us out there. Just, there's no visibility. I mean, there's dope people. Well, we see. need
1: union among the, the people that are... Doing this, yep, yep. you know, like that's the main problem. That's every other main. every other country on this planet, if they have a resource, it benefits the people. You know, yep. take Saudi Arabia, the oil benefits exactly. everybody. Yeah, you got a few billionaires at the <laughs> yep. top, but everyone there's no homeless in Saudi Arabia.
0: Exactly,
1: the the, the poorest person there, and that's yep. why they don't give out citizenship. <laughs> but the poor poorest person there gets the education, See? is all that kind of stuff. So, um, no, it's just like wherever we are on the on the continent of Africa, it seems like we can't get it together even
0: on the diaspora it's a enough, division is you know? everywhere so it's like i think when it comes to african diaspora people locally and globally we just have to do a lot of work around build bridges around is it just because of corrupt leaders over there is that all it boils down to no it's too south to it so yeah corruption bad governance have definitely crippled yeah. you know a lot of things right but what happens is that these two africa you have that africa that CNN and BBC, all of them, are so obsessed just to focus on the negative, the bad things, right? Yeah. For me, it's like if I'm if I'm talking about Congo, it's that awareness, but there's that other side of the story that Africa is beautiful, it's yeah. dope. There's so much emerging market. We have to focus on that because if we don't, if you're going to be obsessed with yes, colonialism, imperialism, the Chinese, they're all traveling over there every single day. I come, my plane is not packed with bunch of black people, so I'm glad at least the celebrity. uh there's a couple celebrity that went that went to Ghana, right? So there's that awareness now. Uh,
2: Akon, and we, right. we talking about this after
0: Black Panther. These yeah. are, these are the momentum to, to build like this. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So
2: we need to be able. It's sort of like even here in Boston. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of violence still in the old neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of beauty going on at exactly. the same time. It's, yeah. it's not mutually exclusive. Yeah. And yeah. we gotta because what you were saying, how do we explain it about to Congolese about Black Americans, violent. Ignorant, they telling black Americans the same, and people from the West Indies the same thing about See, Back and forth, back and forth. you can't trust those people. They're violent. They got diseases. Da, 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 da. And mind
0: you, if you come, mind you, and this is the average when you understand. And the thing I have to, to to teach my African community, um, brothers and sisters, like listen with the Kenya, with everybody, to say listen, when you look at African American history. Let me break it down. Civil rights movement, yeah. that opened the door to pass the Civil Rights Act, that opened the door for the Immigration Act. But now, if you an immigrant, you know from Africa, the Caribbean, whatever, coming here, unfortunately, your stereotype of Black American is so pushing on you. You're gonna stereotype, and the stereotype is back and forth. So that's why we fight all this tension. Yeah, you, Look, you know what I'm saying.
2: I, I, I'm an immigrant. I'm like I came from the Caribbean in uh, '84. All of us. Yeah. I remember as a little boy 84. in New, yeah eighty four, and because um, I'm fair, everyone there was tension between the West, the English speaking
0: mm-hmm. West
2: West Indian people from the Caribbean and South America, yeah. the Spanish speaking ones, and the 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 native, uh, the African Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, who came from mm-hmm. the American uh, slave. Like we didn't were all descendants Of enslaved Africans yep. so it was yeah. like The slave boat Dropped
0: f- Africans All over the globe yeah, You know what basically. i mean?
2: We yeah. got dropped off first That's the only Really difference <laughs> Trying to
0: find Whoever got <laughs> dropped All of us got dropped yeah, we off got, got dropped off Look at and Haiti then, And Dominican Republic It's like yeah. when I got into I'm like Wow Right there That, that tension you did, so it's it's everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. it's everywhere and it's not accidental
1: but but, but what uh, happens well, th- that like this is why i'm trying to like cuz i think beneath everything is mm-hmm. like i said i think we when we when we were at the meeting the other day <laughs> yeah it's business can relate everyone even if you hate each other everyone likes to take care of their family <laughs> yep. at the end of the day make money yeah so like i mean if we can able if we're able to to build bridges in that way and then build off of that yeah that's it that's the way we can do it and so i don't know how we're going to you know keep corruption out Because ultimately, anything where you get start to get make millions of dollars and that kind of thing, uh, people with other interests start to. But that, but that, that's why, that's why I think that. But at least there's a base there that people are not utilizing right now. Right, right,
2: right. right, Exactly. I think if we're on, let's say, the three of us are on the same page, and we said this is our ethical standard that we're going to get down with. Yeah. We could do business with someone else. They could be doing shady, but it's like if you're doing business with the three of us, yeah. this is our standard. Yeah. If you're not going to do that, you can kick rocks. Yeah. And eventually, they will be like, "Okay, well, if I'm doing business with these three dudes,
0: I gotta yeah. I exactly. I gotta it, play It's, it's, this a, it's way. a win-win situation. We gotta, be, we gotta yeah?
2: be anchored in our own value system. We gotta know our worth. Yeah,
0: because there's no more Malcolm. There's no more Lumumba. All these pure. It was, it was all about honest. They're not there. So yeah. we face an, an emergency situation where. We know corruption is going to be there. We know this is going to be um, at the multinational corporate level, but we can do this locally. And I think that one thing for me this whole year in 2019 is cultural intelligence. Yeah. Mm. Your ability to connect across culture, understanding, be aware of your conscious and conscious biases. Yeah. Because um, you, know, you learn that in this local and global market, a lot of multinational corporations are also losing business because of cultural differences. Mm. Yeah,
2: because you know? people don't really have to tolerate so, this So it's kind of
0: like you can have all the money in the world, all the business, but if you're gonna go somewhere across the world, you have to have a business strategy that involve engaging customers. Mm-hmm. That it goes to understand the African market. That it yeah. goes to how does South African think? How does the Congolese think? How does a uh, so these are the cops we need to we need to have. These are the workshop, the event we need to have. How do we do that? And let's switch that over, all That us. we're having, that what we're, we're having, yeah, because you're doing some really. It needs good to be work. visibility and all of us to include because you play a bigger role. Yeah, you can provide a local pl- a, a, a platform for all these folks to come in and share their story. All I got to do be do the liaison and facilitation. Absolutely, there's, there's a lot of solution.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about business for a second. Sure. So when you were over there, did you see uh, were there any businesses or ideas that people had where you felt like? Man, if we could get some money behind them or if we could get their product or idea into America, yep. it would it would take off. Did you see anything like that? Um
0: yes, I think in terms of um the the artists. Um because I I visited like a artist center. You see all the sculpture, sculpture. You mm-hmm. see all these stone and I'm looking Boston's a very creative economy, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Like look at this creative economy. So the entrepreneurs over there, you see the Congolese product in the sense that that art alone, connected to our economy, you can find a way. Not only they need they need to understand the um, how to run a business. They need to understand the basic thing because yeah, yeah. once and they can advertise their product and the service here that can benefit the economy. Right. Mm-hmm. But the first step is that at the fundamental at the basic level, there's that need. Because there's 80 million population people in Congo, half of that young people.
2: Mm. So what do they need? So I, you know, in economics we talk about money, but you yeah. get businesses about satisfying satisfying needs and wants mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, right? Mm-hmm. What could I do? What what kind of purchasing that we're doing here? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Just talking for myself, that I could pr- do some of my purchasing from people from the Congo or from the from the from the, from the continent. What could we do? Where are some good goods that we could buy that would be amazing beyond the shea butter? because shea butter is <laughs> nice; it's good for your skin. It is good. Yeah. No, I mean, but I, I, mean I need I need other things. You know what I mean? Like uh, when I was in Saudi, yeah, yeah. I, I need. I was I was hurting my feet repeatedly because mm-hmm. I was walking so yeah, much. Yeah. But I didn't wear sneakers as much because you play yeah, so yeah, often, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's much just easier, so you just yeah. So you're it's it's
0: pretty it's pretty much the same thing because you think about it. If you're a fashion designer, you know you want to get some some new clothing lines, some new because it's very competitive. So mm-hmm. you can go to the Congo and find a way to be different. You know, you can understand. Because uh, we're huge on clothing. we use on fashion. So fashion can do well. And even uh, in terms of sandals and something different. Um, that artists can. Because I have a bunch of artists. They always send me a picture of, of just designing chairs. Designing furniture. You can do well over there too. I think here if we're competitive, right? It's also about competition. Mm-hmm. So if you all yeah. two competing... Mm-hmm. All you got to come to the Congo, get some new ideas, talk to these people, come back with a new can they, product. Can they, can well, they make
2: it from there for me in the Congo when I bring Yeah, it Yeah, exactly. They can do doing. that. It, it,
0: it, it, but they need that that, that, that facilitation liaison. That's yeah. exactly what's happening because they're not visible with their product and services. Right? Yeah. But I think they'll do well the fact that this is so competitive, this industry with capitalism and all of that. And people don't realize that most of the time you hear made in China, it's made in Africa, man. But the Chinese have really? a system where, because that's why they all over Africa. A lot, especially in the villages, you have a lot of villages artisans that's so talented. Hmm. They do things in their hand, like this stuff, like this. <laughs> in a matter mm-hmm. of, or this is yeah, this is purely. This kid made this within like uh, fifteen minute. You know, stuff like that. Now, of course, did you see the similarity of the same products everywhere? But what happened is that. I think the fact that we innovators, yeah, nice, the fact that we sure. are about competition. Yeah. So all you got to do, you go over there, you build with the local, you say, listen, I need something new and different so I can compete over there and make money. You mm-hmm. know? They want to make money. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. And it also, obviously, mineral, mine. So let me ask you a question. Let's say I
1: took, you know, 10 grand and put together a website mm-hmm. and people could buy these artistic goods yeah. on the website could it would it would they be able to manage it, or would that have to be managed by someone else?
0: Probably by some, someone else because in Fortin right now the whole um, internet access is has been a challenge infrastructure because so they're, of, they're not connected on the internet right now. They they are, but it's kind of like the government controls it. Okay, you, you have it's not like there's no free Wi-Fi over there, man. You you got you got to pay for. Can you, you gotta you got pay for the Wi-Fi. They have small internet cafe, yeah. but that's controlled by the Westerners. Mm. Wow. That's controlled, so you the Congolese local person come do your own things, it's like, so there's that thirst of really wants. they so got know. a
2: stranglehold on right. the infrastructure so you can break exactly. out Exactly,
0: so, but the first thing is like, you know, hey, that's the part of, I'm thinking like, listen, if you have a bunch of small business company here who are telecommunication companies here, listen, let's grow your business across Congo. The population is there, the data is there. Let's just put internet in the area. Yeah, I mean, once can, you do that, yeah. then you come in. Yeah, you say, oh, boom, just advertise your market. That's what we're trying to do with the project. But the challenge is that you have a lot of infrastructure issues, so, internet access. Yeah.
2: To. So some people listening like, oh, that's so hard. There's a lot of technology out. You can get a solar. There's some solar p- panels with wind, some renewable energies. You can make your own internet satellite mm-hmm, connection. Mm-hmm. It can be a water pump and light source. Obviously, that costs a little bit of money. It's not mm-hmm. outrageous, but you can, pr- you can provide power and Internet for a local exactly. village. And they're connected globally. They may not be connected to mm-hmm. their neighbors e- easily. They that's what Acon is like doing. And that's yeah, the thing I think
0: is he's the,
1: actually literally doing that.
0: And a lot of people are speak. doing it. And, and yeah. that's what it's going to take because you have, you have to out with pros and cons. Like, is this like, don't listen to CNN, don't listen to, you know, bad image, let's just come up with solution and travel over there, you know, let's let's create consultants. So we need to get solution. a trade mission so to I think parts
2: of Africa. That's what we need to do. We need to bring some people there.
1: Well, I think it's more than that. Yeah, you're right. We do need to bring some people there. But what's the education like? So not necessarily just on the basic <sighs> yeah. level, but a, a lot, in order to get into this economy, That's there true. needs to be some
0: tech education. Yeah, it's not there. It's not there. Think about it. You being the most minimalist country on the planet. Yeah. The basic tech level, those basic stuff, they're not there at all. Not at all. Okay. And, it, and it's so profound and deep. So that's why Congo is challenging doing business over there.
1: Do they, do? Man, I'm sorry sure. to interrupt. Do they understand
0: the importance of the Coltan that's being taken out of it? Yes, there? they do understand. But the biggest complaint, and they're pissed off and they're mad and they're cried about it, is the fact that you know you, you in a village, in a mining community, you wake up in the morning, you see a bunch of truck full of Coltan. You see a bunch of white people and, and Asian and business leader and you you a local person you just you said you say look at this what all I this do? colton they're going to America they're going to Belgium. There was documentary for that, you know mm-hmm. and that and alone that now these are the people that you gotta focus on. So yeah. it's gonna take really this business leader to really give a damn to like listen, we can do a win win. We're rich. You want you want our richness, you want our colton? Okay, get it. But let's do a win win, yeah, right? Of course. It's, yeah. it's very simple. You still wanna be gritty? Stay gritty. Let's do because we we are the one that really, but at the same time you have to share the blame because these the African military, this, everybody's have to blame. It's just that when elephant fights, yeah, it's the grass that's hurting. So yeah, just like to answer your <laughs> question, just like, I like there you are. <laughs> I like that analogy. When elephant fight, it's the grass that's hurting. Yeah. You right in Quincy, y'all just waking up in the morning. You're like, with all these, they just going to. They seen the Colton going to Belgium, going to America. And they buy on the iPhone. But I think that there's now awareness now. Like, listen, we, we want we want the social entrepreneurship workshop. We want to learn. That's why I faced in Congo. They are talented. They have an idea. Yeah. So that's what's gonna take up their yeah, level. Actually,
2: Quincy was a mineral town. Quincy used to make granite. That's why all the streets are named Granite. This that, was yeah, a, yeah. That, that hill up there. Mm-hmm. It's called Quarry Hill. It was actually a quarry. Wow. And Furnace Brook Parkway, which runs back over here, was a furnace, and that was a
1: river, which had now dried wow. up. Let me let me ask you how, so tell us a little bit about how you, because you, you were born there grew up there, I guess, for how, how, for how long were you there? <sighs>
0: um, all, all my life, right? Yeah, I grew up and born there. I also grew up another around other African country, mm-hmm. G- Gabon. Yeah. Uh, Gabon, because I grew up in Francophone, Africa, because like I said, um, I always like to put on the table that when when Africa has 54 countries so what happens that uh, even within the continent yeah. there's still cultural differences you still have to get to you know if you are from Somalia it's gonna be different from Congo mm-hmm. Somalia is pretty you know mainly Muslim right yeah. Congo is mainly Catholic in, in terms of that you know just a difference so grew up between Gabon and Congo where I was really honored, and privileged to grow up around different African community really understanding that mindset of Francophone Africa, yeah. and then coming here was just like a whole nother cultural shock. You know, hmm. I went to English high school in Boston. <laughs> wow! I had to learn English. I was traumatized. Confused. Straight into high school. It was just yeah, because it, we came here. Yeah, straight into high school. But unfortunately, what happened because I came from a French. Yeah. So they didn't recognize my whole high school diploma. Wow. So if, if you're from Nigeria and Ghana, where, where they speak English, yeah. mm-hmm. you have a better chance to kind of speed up your education process in terms of getting to the American system. But if you're from Africa, one of those French countries, I think at the time, it's very difficult. But now, I mean, now with the global advancement, it's Yeah, possible. it's some crazy
2: stuff, because I met people that came over. My dad was helping um, a lot of different refugee populations, yeah, yeah, Ukrainian. Yeah, 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 but yeah. at this time, I think it was the Somalians. And... Um, there was a woman she was a doctor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she came over and they wouldn't recognize any of her accreditation so she was working in a hospital cleaning she was mopping and then she had to go and they wouldn't even let she had to uh, eventually get into a med school program and obviously once she got there they were like oh shoot she knows what she's doing Mm
0: -hmm. but they wasted three years of this woman's life can you imagine how many people in the commonwealth thousands after thousands thousands. I remember in
1: Seattle, I knew a, a dude from uh, I want to say Nigeria, it might not have been. Yeah, he was a security guard, and he was like uh, head of surgery, yeah. legit. Mm-hmm. Like he he could explain anything about medicine. Like I, we were like, come on, he was like sixty five years old, old dude. I was like, man, why are you even here? What do you even just stay over yeah. there and be a head of surgery? But they come over here and they just
0: I mean, you come here for economic reason, you know. But and then, hey,
2: you, you understand, but that I think that's kind of a.
0: But people want to go back. I mean, it's there's a sense of yeah, it, it is. But yeah. but I think the good thing is you just have to look at pros and cons. I think there's definitely spaces, um, organization, and that can equip with that you know with that knowledge. Um, but that, like I said, it's all about that's all the language barrier, the culture differences. Mm. You're a genius. You know what you're doing. You know. Yeah. Um,
2: so. So what can we do here, states? In addition to doing the businesses, i vehemently I, mm-hmm. agree. Understanding the culture, building those relationships, going back and forth, purchase some goods, buying some goods, selling some mm-hmm. goods there. What else can we be doing? Well, bef- is there something we're missing?
0: But before we do all of that, I think mm-hmm. the focus is the first communication. Mm-hmm. You just want to start with small things. There's these event, events, like networking events, right? Yeah. Where you focus on business theme, cultural theme. And then use use things that bring people together. Art, fashion, show, and food. Now, all you gotta do now, use the technology that you have here in the West as a way to communicate. But that's what we did with our first project, because we like Facebook is global. Mm-hmm. You have WhatsApp, you have all the Skype. Yeah. So understand which country in Africa as is, is more is kinda advanced with technology, mm-hmm. like South Africa. That's why a Facebook page of South Africa Entrepreneur is huge mm-hmm. with that project that we did because it's a it's a very easy way to connect them
2: Yeah, well you know, tell us about that project that's the pan project right yeah
0: pan project yeah that that project is um it's a tough project but it's needed and i think the, the the pros and cons the pro with the project was what we what we what we did here in boston we host uh, me and a shame you know we did it together but he did the, I was more the one that brought everything, but he did the behind the scenes. So we also, Entrepreneurship Expo, at Holt University in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. It was a way just to bring entrepreneurs across the local African diaspora here in Boston. Within that event, I had the idea to have entrepreneurs across the Africa to Skype in. Yeah, that's you know, a good idea. And yeah. Let them like, hey, tell your people that you're going to Skype into entrepreneurship event in Boston. We build a relationship with new students. And then after that, you have now students going back home yeah. in their respective countries. Yeah. We connect with some great South African students, entrepreneurs We say, listen, when you go back in South Africa, we want to create a Facebook page where all you doing is have them connect on Facebook, yeah. let's engage, let's understand the entrepreneurship in South Africa, let's understand what are the needs. And from there, you kind of see the need from the need then you can introduce coaching entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So you use, you could use the same formula in all of the countries, but obviously you want to start small. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much the idea behind
2: can, it. Can you tell people about, because I was privileged to go to this. Mm-hmm. It was amazing because people, their expectations were like, oh, I'm going to go watch some Shea Butter, look at some beans. <laughs> and you come up there and you got, this, you got the assistant, <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, assistant people, secretary Shea of economic government. Yeah. Uh, you, That's you, funny What I liked about What you had Remember that When you were in the room You had that conference call Yeah They had Skype They had the the online There was A couple dozen African business owners In Africa Live
0: One was from Senegal She was in a pajama Mm-hmm Two was from South Africa It was bedtime And, the, and these are the people That have built a relationship Through Facebook Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and they there a round table with a round Everyone table. sitting down So you had a Focus on that yeah. It was good so I though. think to answer your question is like You gotta be The way to help Is very simple Like Halt Was a perfect space To host something like that You know Halt Halt played the part So mm-hmm. I was like You know what All I gotta do man, Let me build with Universities Let me host an event like this to bring the attention, so that's one way to to start with communication, mm-hmm. and then you can start with the big stuff, you know. And I think I that, think, I think you know,
1: education has to be a bigger key, factor yeah, too. Big factor. Like uh, because there's no way you can um, like let's say you want the Congolese people. Uh, is tribalism still an issue there, or not really?
0: Um. Was that with the Hutu? The Tutsi?
1: No, that's from that? Rwanda. Oh, okay, right. sorry. I,
0: I mean, tribalism across Africa is there. I think the uh-huh. Congolese, you know. We're not trying to make it a big deal with the new election, but, yeah, it, it's, it's well, education. Well,
1: well, where I was going is, is yeah. like, I don't think, like, you know, basic education is a given, obviously, yeah. but, like, economic and business education specifically, yes. so people understand the value of what is there. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, like, I can't imagine, um, well, I can't think of anything here, but the, the, like, literally, everything on this table has coltan in it. And that's almost the only place you can get it, right? In a sense, right. Yeah. Okay, so, like, but I don't think everyone, like, if you have millions of people there mm-hmm. and they just see the coltan going out. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if they get the gravity of how much that, that's like, you know, if, if Saudi Arabia was the only place mm-hmm. that had oil,
0: mm-hmm.
1: guaranteed they understand that yeah, and yeah. guaranteed they're going to profit. No, on no, they, they like understand that. Like, there should be riots that. in the street. Yeah. <laughs> like, but hey, it, uh, uh, Apple yeah. is a trillion-dollar
0: company. Yeah, Why? Yeah. You know, but I think it's, it's, it's deeper yeah. than that. No, no, it, they understand that, but in fourth they don't benefit from it, right? In mm-hmm. fourth they also need the support of the international community of the collaboration of many who truly give a damn about the locals. Yeah, and that's what you're lacking. And people that, that's just what don't we're lacking. That's across the country. It's like yeah. the people that you have. The people that can
1: make a difference.
0: Right. Got because it. Because you have you have the government. Yeah. You, you got to first blame the government, yeah. right? In a mm-hmm. sense, you have bad governance. You're making all type of deal with multinationals because you want to make sure that you, uh, uh, average African government, benefit from the richness of the country. But what, what kind of dumb African leader are you? They come to you. You have the richness. So if you're going to be greedy, stay greedy. But have a win-win for the locals. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, you but they're greedy saying?
2: like, I'm going to eat today, but you're starving tomorrow. Yeah, these that's the dumbest like-
0: leaders on the planet. You know <laughs> I mean? Like I said, yeah. they are. And I think to answer your question is the fact that the people don't have the tools. The people don't have. Do you know how here we have, you know, you can protest. You can. Yeah. They don't have it, you know. Oh, so think, they
1: can't they can't protest in the streets, that kind of stuff. Yeah, if
0: you, you protest, you can't talk about. You, 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 you can protest among you locally, but on the street, and you know, uh-huh. you're gonna get killed. It's dangerous. But unfortunately, a lot of young people, a lot of youth in Congo have died for that. And I think mm-hmm. even for me, it's dangerous because my parents have to say they have to say to me just in your poem, like the poem that I did right now. Yeah, I can't go in Congo and and say this poem in front of a really? government official. They're gonna come after me. So like, you could to go to a cafe and say that out in public yeah i can say that in public and next you know you may have you know some military people there or like like wow oh, is he from africa or from, from american yeah I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm still congolese no you're not you know so it's kind of you're gonna like cause trouble could, you're to cause trouble you know mm-hmm. so yeah man it, it's just it's very challenging it can be discouraging mm-hmm. uh but i think that hmm. there's so much so much hope however it's just gonna take all of us together you know i mean my, my tool for me at the local level, being a regular guy from Boston, I think it started with passion. I was fired up. I was mad. Yeah. I was angry. But I was educating people through my poetry. I was educating people through and working with others' leaders, too, all mm-hmm. the other Americans. And I love the fact that one thing, it works having university engagement because university understood the fact that they have a lot of technology. They have a lot of money. And, they, and, and civic engagement helps. So when I started to speak at different universities about what's going on in the Congo, you got amazing response from the students. You got amazing response from faculty, and I think the question was now, what is the role of universities, right? What is the role of everyone? Um, but the consumer have power. Can yeah. you imagine, because I won't probably look at my iPhone, and I'm struggling, you know, just using it because I'm like. But at the same time I need it, it's a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. I wanted to throw that, but I, I need this laptop. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? And now it's just about, I think it's about just, but right now as we speak, I think that there's a lot of progress that's being made in terms of awareness. There's a lot of progress in terms of really people understanding the story of Congo and others African countries where it's like, it's about now building bridges with the local, you know, and, and community. Yeah. community communication. They have to know about African American history. Yeah. yeah.
2: Can you uh, let e know what kind of programs you got coming up? You know, be a little bit specific so people in our audience can know. Oh, that's What right. programs yeah. you got coming yeah. up because you put in all this work. I know. Right? Don't let him, let him make them look for it. Just tell them where now, it's Now, right now,
0: <laughs> I think the first of the, of the back program of the year, event of the year, is going down uh, Thursday, February 7th from 5 p.m. to eight it's it's going to be uh the the theme of the program is africa and market innovation Mm. uh, developing culture intelligence that's good name yeah what that means is that we pretty much talk about you know the marketplace at the local and global level how to do business across culture but we want to focus on africa Mm. we want to be able to have some local expert there have a little nice lounge discussion merging with a. Podcasts yeah, yeah. such as this one, such as this one, such as we'll this one, we'll be we'll there. will be there. Powerful, <laughs> because what you want to do in that event, you want to be able to yeah. have a innovative conversation. You want to yeah. educate. You want to hear from expert who've been who have built a relationship in the continent for ten years yeah. in different countries. Mm-hmm. So you want to give the average person a basic idea, right? Yeah. And then on the other part of the the event is that you know what? How do we how do we build a relationship? How do we network? Yeah. You're a small business, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Let's now teach you or coach you, provide you the tool that you need to really understand that when it comes to Africa, this is what you need to know. You need to know you need you need to know for example, understanding that um let me give an example. Um so you ha uh, population growth is a way to do to understand that you need a new business strategy. There's a lot of unmet uh, met need, right? You need to understand market research and say to yourself, you know what, if I'm a company, if I'm a small business here in Boston, I provide electricity, yeah. then we come in and say, guess what? Let's talk about a business strategy for you, a kind of market opportunity in some region somewhere in Congo or in South Africa that, mm-hmm. hey, you can provide electricity over there. But you need a middle person. You need a... Uh, uh, and have a business strategy, have a business model, you know, mm. so these are the conversation event that we need to have, and I think the purpose of the event to really set the tone to introduce my startup company along with my team of advisors because I have dope advisor. and just so the world know, I'm sitting with two of my advisors right now, live, mm-hmm. you're in Boston, so it's going down, nice. and what that simply means is that all we do, we're, we're, we're building relationship, man, yeah. you know, we all need capital, we all need money, but we're leaving a this is an emergency. We have to find a way to really build a relationship that's really f- centered on win-win, doing business, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, that's what February 7 it. is about. we with it. We work 31street, James Avenue in Boston. I go on my website, consciouslyexposed.net. The concept of consciously exposed is like, how do we make conscious decision to do the right thing, yeah. to improve people's lives in Boston? And across the globe, man. Yeah, that's it. And uh, you've been a very
1: good guest. Thank I've you. I've yeah, le- learned a lot. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot, man. Um, no, I still have a lot of questions, but I don't want to take this uh, go too long because I know you have something else you got going on. Yeah. Uh, you want to take us out with another one? Um, let's see.
0: Anything happy, bro? <laughs> Anything? No, no, no. Of course, I, I have a lot of happy stuff. The okay. reason why I always start with Congo it's to, really grab, it's, it's to really get the effect that I have It, 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 it always it works
1: It's heavy man it, it, You know what it does It pulls you in Yes mm-hmm. It pulls you in So that's good
0: That's excellent man But let, let's do some fun uh, I, I want y'all to participate with me Oh no, um, not It's going to be fun So when I throw my hands up I want y'all to shout Say what Say what Alright oh, oh, You got to right. do it together Alright You ready Want my kids or something Because uh, Alright never
1: mind Let's cool. go <laughs> So when I throw
0: my hands up Y'all got to say say what Alright Say what Say what gotta Say it together
2: all right. Don't make us look bad
1: now. All right, All
0: right. Y'all ready? <laughs> That's
1: the white part of me. I can't right, cool. keep the beat. <laughs> hey, I, is, I don't come out of Africa thought, like this, bro. There's right. white in me. All right, go ahead. All right. cool. Say, Say what? what? Louder
0: than that. Say, Say what? Okay, what? hold on wait. I got to
1: fix this so it can. I, might not I have, right. I'm gonna have to Say what? Wait, I got to handle this. I'm uh, just going to put the mic down cuz Yeah, I... there we go. We'll put it down here so it's not Okay, bad. cool, all cool. Right. I on to. Wait, hold on. Let me just practice. Say what? Wait, Come on. Ready? Say what <laughs> Okay One, two, three Say, Say what? what One, two, three Wait, Say what?
0: what There you go
2: Alright He's, all right. I think
0: we're good he's focused on the feedback Cool Alright all right. All right. Let's do it One, two, three Say, Say what Louder than that Say what They call me Afro Blues By way of Congo
2: Say what
0: Back home I didn't even know America I Was home to all kinds of people Say what like, I didn't know were Latinos. Say what? The first time I met one, she was from Puerto Rico. Say what? She laughs so hard and say, Papi, you are so loco. Say what? I'm like, nah, mommy, once you from Congo, you can never go loco. Say what? Say what? She asked, so you from Africa, right? Say what? I'm like, yeah, you too, because Puerto Rico is part of the African diaspora.
2: Say what?
0: During slavery, the slave boat dropped Africans all over the globe. Say what? So that makes you a queen, a of, the, of, of of Africa. Say what? Yo, they call me Afro Blues by way of Congo. Back home, I didn't know America was home to all kinds of people. Like, I didn't know all Latino. The first time I met one, she was from Puerto Rico. I didn't even know Spanish, but all I know was me, that if I saw the siento. She laughed so hard and say, Papi, you are so loco. I'm like, Nah, mommy, once you go Congo, you can never go loco. So she asked, So you from Africa, right? I'm like, Yeah, you too, because Puerto Rico is part of the African diaspora. During slavery, the slave boat dropped Africans all over the globe, so that makes sure the Cinema Ningo and the Queen. And, black woman, I wanna be your African friend. And I don't know if you can tell, but they call me African Denzel. <laughs> and if I'm out the club trying to holler at you, it's not because I wanna to marry to get a green card. And I know you heard that African men can have a big thing because you love some size, but that's not what's on my mind. But rather, I wanna take you out to a Kwanda dinner so we can talk about going to an African festival in Wakanda. Wakanda. Say what? <laughs> And that's why Puerto Ricans got curves. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you got to laugh and cry, man. You know, this, this yeah. the, the healing is about it. laugh and cry. Very true. And in, in my, my spoken word, I'm coming up with my poetry uh, book. It's going to be done hopefully by May. And these poem will contain, you know, it's, it's about crying, laughing. It's all containing uh, all the stuff that I'm talking about. Yeah, so look out for that. Definitely. I really Definitely. appreciate y'all having me tonight, man. Y'all doing great work. People don't realize that we all in this together. Everybody have to play a role because... I leave with one thought that's very simple, very local and global message. The gift that you have become the gift to your community.
1: Absolutely. Mm. That's it. That's it. There you go Leonard I'm sorry What was the last name <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out Leonard <laughs> Chitangay Leonard Chitenge. Thank you for joining us man uh, It was a pleasure I don't like the way That they spell your name In in English They don't look I, I don't know I mean you got Leonard Wait, How in do English. they
2: spell it Let me see You T- know spelling so My forte
1: Spelled T-S-H-I-T-E-N-G-E Right So in Chitangay. English You'll say Chitangay Chitangay, Chitangay.
0: In French we say Chitangay in 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 Lingala, Kong Lee said Chitang, 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 you know. Leonard oh, Chitanga, like Chitang, 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 Chitang. That's um,
1: what that's what. So they be like Chitang, come
0: here. Yeah, Chitang. You know, I'm, I'm doing some you know rebranding, but yeah.
1: I like this man. Um, so you can follow him on Instagram at uh, Con- Consciously Expo. Yep Consciously Expo, also on Twitter, Consciously Expo, Facebook, Consciously Space Expo. Um, you can hit him up at Consciously Exposed. At gmail.com oh my website on the back consciously exposed we're gonna link all this consciously and That's this will it. all be in the description of the podcast yeah That's so look it. in the comments so, below people that, absolutely man it's a pleasure to have you man thank uh, you brothers we uh, had yeah. the, had the, uh, got me to participate in artistic endeavors that doesn't happen uh, <laughs> you know you got me to lose my cool but I appreciate it though thank you man awesome thank you a pleasure we thank all, all
0: get I appreciate you yeah. guys nice
1: all for right. coming. Awesome. Bye, man. always doing business in Africa number, number four. 33. Episode number 33 doing business in Africa 3. I'm going to have to edit all of that out. Uh, You're not going to. I'm probably not. <laughs> Editing's hard, man. I got things to do. I'm busy dude, man. Um, but it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we deeply appreciate you here with us today and we learned a lot about the Congo. Um, I had some other questions cuz I know uh, you know a lot of black people in America are scared of Africa cuz they just look at all the And it's not their fault. Let the the me Yeah. yeah. It's just,
0: uh, what happens even in the beginning. It's just the same thing. It's it's the same thing. You got to understand. we misinformed. You gotta, you gotta blame the school system. You know, think about. But now there's no more excuses. It's kind of like for me because I was too much information out there. I didn't take it personally, But right now there's no excuses. Too much information. Look at, look at Black Panther. For me, was a way to use the movie Black Panther as post Black Panther conversation because when I was at the movie, I saw the whole. You know technology place It was emotional Personal for me That's that's what That's what the Congo Should have been Exactly And that's why I used I used the movie To do workshop And it worked Because I was like You know what For many of us This is personal For here It's not just about A trend You went to the movie You wear your African attire, and all of that Let's just have Conversation about You really understanding That you can wear An African attire, But let's understanding Why you wearing it The definition behind it so it's, it's an opportunity for us to build bridges, you know. Mm-hmm. I would
1: like to have you and, and Chris on another Chris Jackson. He's in uh, doing business in Africa too. Um, why do the uh, politicians? It seems like they always sell out. He ta- he spoke about something called an economic hitman. They come and they yeah. make, they make deals and they make offers. Yeah, you either comply or you die essentially. Yeah. Or they, your family the dies. Hit,
2: the real hitman's coming. Yeah, the real the real yeah.
1: economic hitman. So like I would like to have a conversation about that. Why does that seem to always happen and why do our guys always sell out? You know, and I get I get why, but mm-hmm. I'm saying we should be a little bit stronger. You know, we, yeah, yeah. we can't be scared of every like everyone's always going to want something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to do whatever they can to get it. But if you're always going to bend over and take it, I don't want to make that kind of reference, but uh, if you're always going to been to their will will never get anywhere. You know? Well,
0: why do you think that, you know, yeah. you don't there's no more Malcolm, Dr. King, all these They get killed these, off. They get killed off. Yeah. So in the sense is that yes, you know, we can also be scared and all that, but it's gonna have to take
1: sacrifices. Sacrifice mm. you know, and cooperation.
0: But at least at least what we can do that I'm not saying that you don't have to be another Malcolm or Doctor King, or whatever, yeah. or Lumumba. Learn from them have a uh, come up with a strategy let's because we we need each other in this right so that's the whole point but if another malcolm like me this whole thing is dangerous for me you know i mean in a sense where i'm here in the west do my best to be use my art my way of building community give a voice so people don't have a voice back there to educate here and yeah. now you need the solidarity from here
1: yeah
0: to go but when you go over there it's a whole nother world because so
2: if you go over there with no and if you have solidarity back
0: here yep you can be pro- back home but you go back okay. home but you go back home then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna it's gonna be an obstacle your own government will create an obstacle for you mm-hmm. so you gotta now find somebody in there to at least say okay i know the environment here is all about gritty win-win but i tell you what you get your cut I just need to help these entrepreneurs, man. Let me, let me help them, you know. Yeah. And, and then let's have a program where they can travel here. And then when they travel, you have this big conference. People are just learning from each other. It's yeah. all about learning from each other. But mm. It's going to take everyone. But it can be dangerous. Like I say, I mean, just use, use the As example they get of history, you come man. Get you, man. Huh? They,
2: they lock you down, we're going to come get you. That's what it needs to be. No, but I mean,
0: even though America's <laughs> going through a lot be. right now, yeah. uh, even though America's going through a lot right now, but compared to from have a... Of freedom of speech, yeah. to, to all these country, you know, at least here you can still make. That's why I think that for us, for many African community and people, is it's like it's hard here, man. We want to go back home in a sense, but yeah. we realize that you know what? It's all about traveling, build bridges, but we we here for economic reason. I'm like it's like I'm from the most richest mineral country on the planet, but my country never benefit. It's supposed to be the most capital you know, well capitalism not in a sense, but we need African diaspora business model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can use the Western standard, we know that, but we need the own model. You go to Barbados, yeah. you from Barbados, right? Yes. Yeah. You understand the local scene there. But yeah, listen, we will always talk. We'll continue to talk. Yes sir. I think this is an opportunity to do this podcast that we can talk yeah, about yeah. having some uh Congolese entrepreneur, Yeah, um,
2: Gabon, you, na- you name it. it, you send them our way. We, we, we'll be glad
0: to talk to them. I do the them. translation. So I think that way the audience can really understand yeah. what it's like over there. Yeah. Because um, there's misinformation on both worlds.
1: Let me ask you some dumb questions, but I'm, I'm just, you know, I like to appease these. Uh, have you ever had Ebola?
0: No. And uh, the thing uh, about uh, Ebola, so there's two things. Ebola first emerged yeah, back in the late. 70s and 80s in some river in Congo, right? Mm-hmm. But in a sense, that so it is a common. But what happens is that the West panics so much when you have like five, six people with the cases, mm-hmm. next you know, that's propaganda. Oh, it's everywhere, don't travel, you know. So wait, wait, you fo- you,
1: I'm sorry. Ebola originated in, in the Congo,
0: right? Yeah, between the region and the Congo. How it did it get that? all the way up to Liberia? Well, I mean, it they tra- had it
1: in Liberia too,
0: y- y- yeah. Um, that's yeah. a
1: little interesting.
0: It's different, different factors. You you have also, you know, animal which you eat and all of this. You have a lot of scientists. Are they
1: eating anything weird over there? Um, These are dumb American
0: questions. Please don't take offense. I'm doing this for the audience. No, no, no. Uh, Congolese food, uh, in, in terms of um, food, yeah, we have, we eat, you know, uh, fufu, which kind of like, uh, one of the average food is fufu, plantain. But fufu is like the... Plantain, man. That's plantain all day. Yeah, veggie, yeah. I think... Um, you're trying to I, open a Congolese I, restaurant, right? But
2: fufu, not. fufu plantain, which I know, I will tear that up. I know, yeah.
0: no, there's a Sweet lot of thing I, I love plantain. So yeah, bottom line, don't watch TV, right? I think. um <laughs> Well, it, the main complaints, it, the main f-
1: complaints that people, black Americans have yeah. are gonna be like, oh, it's dirty. Yeah. There's diseases. Yeah. Everybody's poor. Yeah. That's basically those three. All right, so. There's a reason why everybody's poor. That's number 1. Yeah. The diseases I think are overblown. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it's really that dirty cuz everyone I, that tells me when they come back, okay, maybe there's some dirt roads, but I don't know about
0: just No, it's not so filthy, you know, Listen, this is everywhere. Here's what I did. When I went to Congo in April, Mm -hmm. I did a Facebook live during my trip for seven days. I put day one Congo. I showed the mall in Congo. Mm -hmm. I showed the beautiful street, the hotel. I was educating people on Facebook. They're like, whoa, is this Congo? All right, so audience, uh, go to Leonard uh,
1: T S H I T E N G E Facebook
0: and then look at his photos there. Yeah, look at the photos. So I'm going to take you back to a couple trips. I also did my traditional wedding. Yeah, we'll
2: too. put a link on there for everybody. This is like my
0: personal. I'm just oh, okay. Oh, Maybe look not. at this
1: dapper guy in a suit. What? Oh my man. Man, we don't wear suits enough, Shimon. I, I wear suits pretty frequently. Man, not like this though. Yeah. These guys look like extras in James Bond man,
2: movies. Man, I, I told you went to the wedding. They were. Oh, is Barry? Where's Barry from? No, no, Barry brought me. Barry is from. Where's Barry? Look at this
1: dapper guy here, man. Bam.
2: Yo, yeah, man. do the Congo, do they wear like seven different outfits in their wedding? Because I went to an African well, I mean, wedding up here, and they wore... Uh, what
0: country was it? Mm. I mean, the, the, the average, yeah, the, African, the average African wedding, you, you have, um, you, you change it to, if you do traditional, you wear your African attire, But what happened is that Congo, like if you're from, you know, Nigeria, you wear those big uh, West African boo-boo, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the Congolese, it's more of like long sleeve.
1: Oh, that's a cool, that's a dope shirt, bro. You got like a, it looks like a bunch of suns on your shirt.
0: Is it like short sleeve?
1: Yeah, I think it's a short sleeve, like button up. I think that's cool, man. It's green, right? Uh, No, I think it's maroon with the yellow suns on it. Oh, is this over near my house? Oh, okay. This looks like it's Oh, this uh, is right down the street. No, but I'm saying the house is in the background. It looks like it's right near my house. Oh, over in, uh, near Dudley. Yeah, that's over near where I live. Really? Yeah, I live over there. Currently. I'm about to move, though. I don't know where yet. you talking about Dudley, right? Roxbury? Yeah, I live right up the street, bro. Seriously? Yeah, man. I'm hood, <laughs> oh, bro. I'm hood. I over there every day. My parents live
0: there. Oh, man.
1: I am not from Dudley. I'm from Dorchester.
0: Yeah, okay. No, you got I'm from the Rocks, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah I know. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: It's funny. Roxbury, from Congo to Roxbury. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Roxbury, but uh, I'm from Dorchester. So, yeah.
0: I mean, it's a lot of changes.
2: <laughs> you know, anybody the, outside of Boston like, is there a
1: difference? There's uh, a, we think so, uh, but not really. So. I think Dorchesterians. I don't know if that's a word. I, I, don't, I don't think so. They think so. Oh, is that your wife?
0: Are you all up in the page? Huh? I'm
1: just looking through everything. Personal. <laughs> yeah, personal stuff.
0: I'm open book. I share my.
1: Uh, oh, okay. I think we're in the Congo now. Yeah, that's a dope shirt, man. They got some dope gear over there. You see what I'm saying? Everybody wanna be Versace down to the socks. Ah, uh, Versace don't put no money in our pocket. Versace don't pot. even like black people, man. That you ever see you ever see the lady who uh, owns it? Man, she is I don't know if that's probably negative to say, but man, she's just done so much plastic surgery to herself. You don't recognize her? It is unbelievably off putting. I'll just <laughs> put it like, I'll just put it like that. Yeah.
0: People don't know, man, that's all. And I think that all you're doing is just take up on yourself to travel somewhere share, share the positivity so you'll think this is downtown Boston so this is Democratic Republic of Congo but CNN ain't gonna show that nope BBC ain't gonna show that yeah, that's me going this, this I mean that's some beautiful work beautiful work yeah yeah you say so to your question when you was talking about if you look at Boston creative economy around arts and culture, you can, you can create an easy program about arts and culture from Congo. Make money. You know, do some auction. Yeah. Because you want to be competitive in your industry. hmm So. Um, All right, man. This is great stuff. Good stuff. We're going to continue, man. So we're going to continue the conversation, continue the dialogue, continue. All
1: right. Once again, everyone, uh, check out Leonard J. Shit. Chitenge, Yeah. Uh, Consciously Space Expo on Facebook. Uh, Consciously Expo, one word on Instagram. Consciously Expo on Twitter. And Consciously Exposed at gmail.com if you'd like to uh, speak with the gentleman. And um, thank you for joining us, man. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yes, awesome. sir. Yes, Go sir. Bless. One. I'll put it together. Yeah. You put it together. Uh, uh, one. Uh, one.